What is up guys and gals, welcome to episode number 93 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello ho ho! Oh yes it is, it's the month of December which means everything must be Christmas themed. Today we are continuing our journey on My Little Pony Make Your Mark. We didn't really think we'd be doing this, but as it turns out, chapter 3 is basically just a uh, double length episode, uh, winter themed, winter wish day is what it is. Yeah, it's a double length Christmas special. And before we get too far into that, let's start with our opening segment, which is where we talk about our weeks and our happenings in the wide, wide world. Yes, this is the awkward point moment where Rick took the ball from me, but Rick usually goes first. So, uh, Rick, <laughs> how's your week been, buddy? Uh, I've not done a great deal, but I have seen a couple of things. So I finished The Ghost and Molly McGee, and I think it ended pretty well. So what they've actually done is the opposite of what Netflix does, which is give the series an ending that they can continue from, but don't have to. Okay. I didn't know that series had finished, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. They they brought all the other episodes onto Disney+. Plus. So when we got the 10, that was basically half of the season, uh, but we didn't know that. We were just given it as... As, as was and they decided okay we're just going to drop a new another few episodes they dropped another five then then the last five and uh, yeah I've now finished them all I think they pretty much dropped them around Halloween you know as they were first meant to drop and yeah like I say opposite of Netflix decent resolution and good fun uh, the other thing I watched was I finished Inside Job 2 turns out I was only one episode away from finishing it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, do recommend. I think it was fine. Um, and one thing that has happened in the outside world, outside of me, but like not a big deal to the rest of the world, is a mutual friend of ours got called to jury duty for a double homicide. Are you allowed to talk about this? Uh, yes, because he got out of the jury duty because of a conflict of interest. Okay. Turns out his wife was one of the nurses that worked on one of the victims. Okay. And and while the Hippocratic Oath should stop someone from divulging information, they can't control it between husband and wife so they let him go and that saved him about six days of his life did i tell you about the way i got out of jury duty uh i think you did but it might be good to tell the viewers i got someone to jury duty and i was like boy do i not want to do this but um being the uh, servant to the crown that i am unfortunately uh, there was no real way for me to get out of it and about two weeks after i had my summons i had a phone call from a very nice lady who said um yeah we've actually got too many jurors uh do you oh. want to do you want to keep doing do you want to be one of them i went no no, no, I don't. She went, cool, <laughs> I'm going to put on your box not to summon you for X amount of time. So basically, if I get summoned for jury service again, it's going to be a long fucking time. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, great. Fucking yay. Not the most interesting of stories, but fuck, I didn't know that was a thing that could happen. Yeah, they they pay you a minimum wage as well. Well, here's the thing is, I work evenings, and I had a word with, word with my boss, and he said, oh, she could still work evenings then, because jury duty is only nine till five. And I went, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more mentally taxing than you think having to pay attention for like a full day's work and then go to work no although you would have been making bank <laughs> i i've never cared about that no no but you gotta bear in mind assuming it was nine till five it'll be nine till five then i get an hour and then another four hours of fucking work no yeah who would want to do that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um oh yeah and me and my folks are now maybe about halfway through and or so we'll have some thoughts on that in a few weeks <laughs> um, the other thing that's happened in the outside world is by the time this episode goes 
live, Marvel Midnight Suns will have been launched. Uh, th this is the Marvel XCOM thing that long-time listeners may remember me talking about when it was announced, but I've not heard anything about it since it was announced, so I don't know if it's, you know, any good, a dumpster fire, fine, anything. I didn't even know it was coming out so soon, so they've done a real piss-poor job of marketing. Yeah, yeah, like, no one's heard anything. I only knew about it because I went on game to see if I could find a certain thing for uh, a certain present, and uh, their coming soon showed it up as tomorrow at the time of uh, looking at it, so yeah, it was a surprise, to be sure. Can I really say a welcome one? We don't know. I I'm, I'm hella intrigued by the concept, I really am, but I don't know if I want to drop 50, 60 quid on a game and not know if I want to continue playing it. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna have to wait till magazines cover it, or, you know, internet magazines, because those are the only things that actually publish anything these days. I miss magazines. Oh, totally. Oh, man. You can just buy old magazines. It costs an amount, but, like, you could just buy them, but, like, what's the point in that? They're not showing anything new and interesting. It's just something that happened in August 2001. I had this really weird scenario where I bought a magazine and half the magazine was a guide for Final Fantasy 9. Okay. But it was only disc 4. So so what this um what this guide uh, this game magazine was doing was it half of each magazine was dedicated to publishing a guide every yeah. however often the the magazine came out. I can't remember the title of the magazine and that's a shame. But yeah, the back half of this one was the final installment of the FF9 guide which was uh, you know just disc 4 which there's there's fuck all to do on disc 4. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beeline to Kuja. <laughs> and if, you, if you're feeling really spicy, just talk to the wall and fight Hades. <laughs> Hades isn't even a tough fight in that game. I, I accidentally beat Hades when I was a kid, so I don't know why Hades was always touted as a super tough boss. I might have just got lucky, who knows? Yeah, like, I was told, go kick his ass and then he unlocks as a merchant. And that the reason that I beat him was to unlock merchant, not to, you know, have a challenge fight. <laughs> He's not even a merchant, he's the best synthesis in the game. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, man, man, man. I can't, I can't imagine there's much money in magazines nowadays, is there? Apart from the, you know, the usual crap that they flog to. They market at women, it's not necessarily just women who buy it. Yeah, um, just advertisements are what magazines are for these days. They have been for a while, but they used to mask it a bit better with, you know, shiny glossies. But that's enough about me and mine. How have you and yours been this week? Right, I've done a few things this week for a change. Sweet. Mostly consuming media. Um... <laughs> I've actually finished Andor because the last episode came out. Yeah. Uh, can't talk about it because Rick's only halfway through, but yeah. It, mixed bag, but overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think so far what I've seen of Stellan Starsguard has been pretty good. Yeah, he's probably my least favourite part of the series. Is he? Okay. As a uh, character or just as As, as a character. As, uh, you can't fucking criticise him as an actor, but the character I'm really, I really fucking don't like. And I don't know if it's because I don't like the character or because I just don't like... It's more to do with the role he's playing, the character I mean, rather than the character itself. I feel like like it's a character you're not meant to like anyway. Yeah, a weedler. Yeah. You're um you're not meant to like them. They're they're meant to be skeevy. But as an actor, he's done a very good job, so far at least, of portraying that weedler. Because I finished Andor, I got a little pop-up that said, Hey, you just finished watching Andor. Do you want to watch this? And I went, fuck it, I've got an hour to kill. Uh, I watched Tales <laughs> of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, you can watch that whole series in about an hour. Yeah, isn't that the one that's like little bite-sized chunks of Jedi stuff, including like baby Ahsoka? Yeah, and that's the least fun 
part of the series. And it's the one that they market it with. It's the very first episode. <laughs> and I watched the episode and I went, what the... I literally crossed through the fucking clown. What the hell was that? <laughs> it didn't really tell us anything new. It did nothing. Apart from be like, look, it's baby Ahsoka. I'm like, okay, I guess. It's baby Ahsoka just going around being cute. <laughs> the most interesting... I perked up at episode two because episode two is fucking Count Dooku with his apprentice. Alrighty. You know who his apprentice is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like on Jin. So that was fucking fun. And then the next episode was more Count Dooku and then more Count Dooku and then we went back to Ahsoka which adult Ahsoka's fine. Uh, I didn't have as much fun as when we were watching Dooku stuff but yeah. Yeah. They could have just called it Tales of Dooku and had done with it. <laughs> Dude, if that was six episodes of just Dooku's fall because that's what it covers um, it would have been awesome. It's one of those things where I like Filoni I love his work Ahsoka's his baby I get it I get it I get it I get it we've all written yeah. you have characters that are your babies and you want to see shine I'm a bit sick of Ahsoka <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all have our own Mary Sue's I don't think Ahsoka's necessarily a Mary Sue well maybe she is I don't, she's I think, kind of not I think I think you're being very cynical to call her a Mary Sue yeah I'm being very cynical for that because she started out as one and then very very quickly evolved to not be one and the only thing giving her that title now is the amount of plot armor she has yeah because you know she makes it to post fucking Death Star. Yeah, it's it's one of those where they. That, that's another thing as well. Is episode six has her in a dire situation, and it's like not, not even episode six. Episode one where she's a baby, they put her in a dire situation, and you're like, but there is no threat here. Mm. We know who Ahsoka is. <laughs> Unless there were six of them kicking around and we were we were following the wrong one. No, we know she survives. <laughs> Another thing I watched, which I didn't expect to be so... Fu- right, listen. This thing, by all rights, should have been crap. However, I watched it and I was smiling from beginning to end. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, okay. Sorry, it's actually called the holiday special, but whatever. It's tomato, tomato, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 45 minutes of fun. Sweet. I was, I'm going to have it on my list now. I was yep. smiling from beginning <laughs> to end. Um, there are two things... Which which are plot relevant to um, the greater MCU, but other than that, it's just fun. Sweet. Uh, one of those things that's plot relevant is they um, they said that it was already established, but I don't remember it being a plot point before now. Um, so I'm going to ask your opinion, and you let me know. Go ahead. I might have glossed over this in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, because that was also a fun movie where I was just smiling the whole time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently Mantis is uh, Star-Lord's sister. Ooh, um, mm, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, here's the thing. Mantis says that, oh, you know how my father is also Ego? I'm like, okay, is that a thing that was established before now? And by your reaction, I'm going to assume that it wasn't, and they just sort of decided to run with it. So she was living on Ego Planet? Yeah, yeah, I know that bit, but... So it kind of tracks to a degree, but also kind of, like, they never said it. Right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, alright. But the way she said it, just so bluntly, I just assumed that it had already been established at some point, and I just, again, glossed over it somehow. Yeah, yeah. I like. It's a very easy thing to have missed, to the point that we both did, uh, because it wasn't said hard enough, mm. you know? Mm. So, okay. I will say, um, Mantis and Drax continue to be the most fun. Yeah, I love how Drax just lays into her just with no hint of malice saying how hideous he thinks she looks. <laughs> Despite the fact that Pom Clementif is, by all rights, an absolute stunner. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those weird ones, isn't it, where depending on how you how much you've seen in the world depends on your reaction to Mantis because I, me and I know a fair few other people will see Mantis and go, oh my god, the product of a, a million wet dreams. Um, but uh, <laughs> then you've got Pete Peter Parker in Universe, who's uh, only ever seen Alien, and it's like, please don't lay an egg in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, the film's great. It's all 
about getting Star-Lord's Spirit of Christmas back. Um, and uh, it, I, I don't count this as a spoiler because it's revealed within two seconds. Uh, Mantis's great idea for a Christmas present is, who is the one human that uh, Star-Lord has most spoken about? Ooh. Was it Kevin Bacon? It, it was. And it is so <laughs> weird seeing Kevin Bacon in a, in a feature thing again. Because if you're not British, you may not know. But nowadays, he advertises EE. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. If you see Kevin Bacon on TV, you know you're going to hear something about EE and how they've massaged some statistic to make them the best at that one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, w- I was genuinely expecting a tongue-in-cheek reference, but alas, it didn't come. Um, but they did bring up the fact that he was in Friday the 13th, so I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah, because all Solo talks about him for is Footloose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, um, on to other news. Uh, again, still personal. Uh, I bought two, uh, a few games during the autumn sale. Okay. I've only really played two of them. Uh, one of them is Melody's Escape 2, which uh, right. it's one of those games where you plug in your own music and it generates a thing and it, you you do the gameplay based on your own music. That's kind of cool, though. It is. There's, there's like a, a dozen of these now, but this one's probably the best one I've played. It crashes semi-frequently. Okay. <laughs> but it is technically not fully built yet, so... So is it like an endless runner that just has the terrain generated by the music or something. It's not even terrain really, it's, uh, you can have four button or eight button input and you're literally just pressing the buttons. Sometimes you'll have like an obstacle if you fuck up that input the character fucking eats shit and it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it also means you miss the next like five or six notes. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, uh, it's fun. They, the, the creator is going to put in workshop support once everything's properly stable, so I'm eager to see what type of skins people put into the game. I can already see two be being ported in. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, the other game is uh, Pac-Man Museum Plus. Okay. It's a bunch of Pac-Mans. Pretty much every Pac-Man game that doesn't have a miss in front of it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Because thinking about it, the first ever Pac-Man game I played was Ms. Pac-Man on the Mega Drive. We rented it from um, Blockbuster. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, back in the day, you could rent video games. Yeah, and I we found out the difference between three evening and three night when three three nights later we came back and we got a late fee. Oh, that's, that's some fucking fucky wording. Yeah, three evening rental means you get two days, two nights, and on the third day, as long as you bring it back before close of business that's okay that's some scummy shit however you know they all did it yeah 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 I don't know about you Garbage. but for, for me the local rental place was a place called Choices yeah the one in the village when we moved to where we are now is Choices Video where this Ms. Pac-Man was before I was 10 so the closest rental place back then was at the Asda shopping horseshoe okay I get what I, weirdly enough I know what you mean yeah yeah like when you've got actually it was a Morrison's but still when you've got a supermarket that was built in the 70s or 80s, you'd have a little arcade of garbage. Like, you might have a trouser pressing service, you might have a, a little factory seconds shop, like a Managrove or something. And yeah, in this one, there was a rental place. By the way, do you want to talk about how fucked up it is, very briefly, that Netflix now has a TV series that's just taking the piss out of Blockbuster? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Netflix, who offered to buy Blockbuster, and uh, Blockbuster said no because they thought they could continue their business model and keep making money when they kept losing money. And now there's one Blockbuster open in the world and it's opened by fans. I'll tell you this, that was one of my favourite like mini-series of uh, episodes of South Park was where Randy bought the Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the reason why I bring up Pac-Man uh, Collection Plus is, first of all, it's fun. It's Pac-Man. Second of all, it went me- led me through a wiki dive that explained the uh, copyright hell that Miss Pac-Man has gone through. Yeah. <laughs> Namco doesn't own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you've talked to me about this before. I have never brought this up before because I, okay, I, okay. I just learned this when I did the wiki dive. I was like, well, why is Miss Pac-Man not on it? Oh, that's why. Um, uh, anytime there is a female Pac-Man in Pac-Man, it's not Mrs. Pac-Man anymore. It's Pac-Mom. Pac-Mom. Specifically because they they don't own the rights of the character, which is still baffling and makes no sense, but whatever. That's how things work, I guess. Man, do you remember the Pac-Man TV show? No, I do not. That can't have been good. Um, No. Uh, (laughs) I think I saw one episode of it, Mm. and that was like a Cubs weekend camp. That does sound the type of shit you'd watch during those. Yeah, yeah. So there was that, and we played a game of like, or th- like, was it Nightmare or something, where you've got the, um, it's the board game with a video. Uh, but yeah, apparently in the Pac-Man episode, they were getting harassed by ghosts, but they had a picnic, and guess what they have in the picnic? Cherries. So they hit the cherries and fucking murked the ghosts. That's not how Pac-Man works. Yeah, it's not even the cherry that he does it with. It's the freaking pellet. Yeah, the power pellet. Yeah, so the people who made the uh, cartoon didn't even play Pac-Man. <laughs> right, for real, I know there's some people potentially listening to this who aren't old enough to know, not not know what Pac-Man, everyone knows what Pac-Man is, but um, yeah. who may not have ever played a Pac-Man game. Legitimately, you can probably find a fucking copy of it just online in a, in a browser. I was going to say Flash, but that don't exist no more. You used to be able to type in Pac-Man on Google, and then you could play a Pac-Man stage that was the Google logo. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, it still works. Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but it's quite, it'll give you the experience. Like, Pac-Man, Tetris, those sorts of things you should play at least once just so you know what the fuck people are talking about. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I digress. Um, this is a bit of news news, but also personal. Uh, I shared it with you the other day. According to Spotify stats, we've produced 95 hours of content this year. Yeah, we have. That's a lot of talking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, it also includes a lot of dead air while we're waiting for something fun to happen in the show that we're watching but that's not our fault yeah but it's also like you gotta bear in mind it's still content those are part of live reactions you're sub- the intention behind this is always for you to watch along with us yeah yeah uh, but yes you just jog my memory on a stat um apparently sky tv are now charging to skip ads yeah, I read that, but I didn't click the article, so I just assumed it was bollocks. Yeah, so um, I saw this on Reddit on a Not The Onion uh, article, and yeah, they're, um, if you are using the streamer box, which is the newest form of Skybox, which only has an internet connection and doesn't have an actual satellite connection, or if you have a Skyglass, which is the TV that does the same thing, that's out of contract, then you are charged £5 a month whenever you skip ads. Okay, but surely that means once you pay the £5, you can skip ads the entire month, right? Okay, that's not quite as bad as the article made it sound, or the clickbaity article title. It's still fucked up. I think what it actually is, is if you skip ads once, they automatically add the £5 for the rest of your contract. Oh, that's scummy. And then again, it's also Sky, so... Yeah, even if you go a month without, then they just still charge you for it. Um, If you have a Sky Q box, which was, which was the previous top of the line, then you're exempt. Good. Because they actually record things, and Sky can't monitor how much you fast-forward a recording that you have made. Man, Sky just speed looking at Twitter and going, oh, we can be scummier than that. 
I mean, they've been owned by Comcast for a few years now, so yeah, they've been... All they've been doing is just adding on like 10% every year, and uh, the people that don't look at their bills just keep on, keep on eating it. The people that do look at their bills and leave, well, they don't need those people I mean, anymore, I assume. Yeah, it's one of those... It's, it's like the fucking uh, uh, Simpsons bit of, uh, it's a market we can do without. <laughs> or the... Uh, the good old South Park episode of Comcast, where he's got where they've got the Velcro on the nipples. I, I don't think I've seen that episode. <laughs> well, oh, you you, you want to move cable? Oh, we're the only ones in town. Oh, too bad. Oh, you can eat shit. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there with uh, with Sky Talk. Um, what was the rest of the things in your week? Well, the very last thing I want to talk about is uh, Rick. This is not a wrestling podcast. Oh boy. This is some good news. Some groundbreaking news. Actual history has been made. Oh. One uh, Jai Vidal has become the first openly gay male wrestler to sign with TNA's Impact. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, I'm happy. That's good. Uh, there was a very cute interview with him where he's like, oh, I'm like, I signed with Impact. That's cool. And then he went, no, wait, that's a big fucking deal. And it actually is because this isn't a Disney fucking, oh, this is our first gay blah, 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 when it's actually like the 12th time they've done it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, you can look back on the stats and yeah, he obviously is the first if you're saying so. Yeah, uh, specifically with the company Impact, I can't think of any other openly gay, uh, gay male wrestlers at the top of my head, um, which is quite depressing. Yeah, but also the key word is openly. And, well, it's also depressing that that's a qualifier that you have to put there. But, you know, it, it is what it is. So, yeah, Rick, what the hell are we doing today? We're doing My Little Pony, Make Your Mark, Part 3, Episode 1, the only episode, Winter Wish Day. If you want to join along with us at, along at home, it's 3, 2, 1, and go. Um, technically, it's Chapter 3. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no dragon for this version. And the uh, closed caption of uh, bright holiday music. (laughs) (laughs) It went to full volume on my stream as well, so I'm going to have to turn that down a bit. Oh dear. That's a cool graphic. Yeah, following following the snowflake. See, this is going to be incredibly weird that they're doing this after the uh, cliffhanger of last season. Well, the good guys don't know about the cliffhanger. Yeah, I know, but Opaline seemed like she was going to uh, get her arse in gear and just fucking get shit done. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, it's the uh, it's the villain from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Why do I know the name Dave Horitz? He's, um... You're thinking of Richard Horvitz, who's... Right, um, yeah, Zim. Yeah, Invader Zim and Moxie. Different guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different person. We whisk you some frosty goodies. That's that's good. That Unfortunately, the cookies look gross. Oh, no. Yeah, that was uh, that was not a good set of screenshots as Zip was not having a good time singing. No. Oh god, what's she going to do? She's going to decorate herself. Oh, not Oh, quite. I'm going to wait. Is it? No, oh, I was expecting sank on a horn. Yep. It's the running joke that we've been looking forward to. It never gets old. <laughs> well, debatable. Not for me, anyway. It could happen in every scene. 
and it'll still make me smile. Aww. Yeah! Good old grandma. They all are. Well, all the ones in my experience are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, you hear some horror stories from people online, but I don't know those people, Apo- so I choose to ignore yeah. it. Wow, Apologies. Okay. To- Sorry, those cookies look really good now. Yeah, they, yeah, they know that they're baked and, uh, like, actually decorated properly. But yeah, you were going to say? We're, well, it's one of those. We, we're blessed to never have met any shitty grandmas. So, yeah. it's it's really easy to empathise with grandmas. Man, I'm just remembering when uh, Gwendolyn made her debut in the Owl House and uh, she had that... F- <laughs> Luz was flexing and Gwendolyn went just flexed beside her, uh, beside her and had a big old fucking bicep and it's like, how? Why? What? <laughs> well, she's had a few more years to build that bicep. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Your cute old grandma. Why are you? Why are you flex? Oh, I guess she's technically not a grandma, unless you count King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess she should, because Ida did adopt that little fucker. Yeah. Although it was King's idea. Yeah, but I think the only yeah, reason why Ida didn't suggest it is because she didn't think he'd want it. Yeah, and also, you know, he was looking for his real dad at the time. Yeah. Boy, was that a kick in the teeth when he found it, but let's not spoil it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Man, I completely gl- glossed out. Whatever was happening in the scene didn't even register. I was thinking about the Owl House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this might actually be the first sign of Opaline doing something silly. Maybe, but also it could be the first winter where the magic is in effect, therefore snow. Oh, yeah, you got you got Christmas magic. Oh no! It's talking. It's talking now. Wait, what's talking? Sparky's making sounds that sound like words. Mm. She forgot. <laughs> that was literally us a minute ago with the Owl House. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe you are right. Maybe Opaline is going to be a villain. Nope. I was expecting it to zoom in on the lair. The fuck is that, Izzy? It was a unicorn horn of a hat, apparently. Oh, it's the tram from the last episode. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, there you go. Now, when she says unicycle, I assume she means upcycle. Yeah, it's uh, it's recycling, but specifically for Izzy because she's a unicorn. Yeah, but unicycle's already a thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not for these guys. Maybe. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> it's not from the episode. I'm tired. <laughs> Actually, didn't Pinkie Pie have a unicycle that she used when she was doing the one one pony band? Dude, Pinkie Pie had one of everything. Yeah. Just like, what does the bit demand? She has it. Yeah. (laughs) Bullshit, does that thing fly? 
I mean, if they're using the um, the bullshit item of almost all magic. Uh, I guess, maybe. Oh, right, yeah, they are using the thing, never mind. Um, it just made me think of Teletubbies when they all started glowing at once. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Poe. That's some bullshit. Yeah, That's a toy. Yep, yep, that's a... <laughs> that, that, oh, yeah, just in time for Christmas, eh? Man, it's a premium toy as well, it's got RGB. Oh, yeah, cool. That's, that's, how, you, that's how you know it's a gamer toy. It's got a touch screen. No way Izzy... Uh, uh, that's entirely the magic giving it a touch screen. No way Izzy installed that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just looked at my waves and uh, there's a big massive spike in ambient noise as my computer decided I'm going to go full fans right now. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. That's such a tiny Tina thing to do. Just bring a friend made of junk aboard. Like, they're assigning seats. This is literally Power Rangers. Yeah. I know it's been established for a while, but I still can't believe it's called the fucking Bright House. Oh, yeah, because over over here, that's where you rent shit from. I don't know about you, Rick, but ever since you brought it up, every time they do that slow fade out where they zoom out the camera, it feels like they're going to cut to Opaline. It, yeah, yeah, it does feel like it, yeah, doesn't it? Oh, she a normally rasta. <laughs> normally <laughs> zooming out... Is that going to get me in trouble? Does... <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying I cut you off. Yeah, normally zooming out from, panning out from a shot means that you're done with that shot and you're going to cut to something else. That's such a Rainbow Dash reaction. Especially with the lightning bolt sunglasses. Oh yeah, just about. She's going to eat all those snacks herself. They're going <laughs> to go into the house as well. Oh no, okay. okay yeah, they, they... it's a magical helicopter van. What are we watching, Rick? We're watching some kind of fever. What? It's got bus seats as well, so they can even pick up other people in it. This, this is not what I was expecting today. Yeah. Is this going to be a forty-five-minute episode just selling this toy? Yeah. Selling this toy and the alternative figures with the hats. They all got hats on. And it changes their hair enough. It does, it does. Oh, Are you ready, kids? I can't hear you. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Either she can't do the Izzy voice when she sings, or that is a different VA doing the singing voice. It's very common in MLP, actually. Ah. Mate, 
That's cool. So they're just inventing lyrics as they're going. No, no, like it's a song that is universal throughout the land, but each individual country has different versions of the song. Okay. Is is what they were establishing. Yeah. Hence why they all knew the rhythm, but they didn't know the words. Yeah, so they're just kind of dipping in with it, yeah. That thing's going to come alive by the end of this, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the Frosty the Snowman of my little Oh, boy. you're so right. <laughs> I hate that you're right. <laughs> Get out the fucking way. They think they own this guy. Although it does apply to both of them because, you know, you got... This is a, a bus This is you, a vehicle that never existed before now. Yeah, like you got the skybus. Surely the people in the skybus have the responsibility to drive the skybus. You'd think so. But because they're our heroes, we have to empathize with them when someone else wrongs them in some way. Well, we got a friend who drives who Every little thing that happens on the road, he just fucking... He doesn't scream at other drivers, but he Fs and blinds and calls them assholes and shit. He, you know who I'm talking about, but I'm not saying their name. Um, yeah. Where, Puffing and chuffing at people that are doing something completely unrelated to you, but you can still judge them somehow. And nine times out of ten, they have done nothing incorrect. Hmm. Like, someone else is waiting at a traffic like, Oh, you can go die in a fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if that is actually the way she wants to spend it, or if she just does it because it makes him happy. Maybe a combination of both, you know? Mm. Oh, it's racist grandma, doesn't like them unicorns or them pegasus. Oh man, too real. I know, right? <laughs> I loved my nan to bits when she was around, but um, she had um cab, uh, cab drivers back when she could actually walk uh, around shops. Bring her, take her to to the shop and bring her back, and yeah. um, <laughs> they were usually Indian gentlemen or Asian gentlemen. She'd say Indian, but they could have just been any old type of Asian. And yeah, um, yeah. and well, I remember she said to my mum once, uh, very sweetly on the phone, "Oh, they're actually quite lovely." I'm like, "Fucking hell!" Oh, like, <laughs> damning with faint praise. But like, don't get me wrong, she didn't have any dislike of them, as far as I'm aware. She wasn't openly racist, but I think like certain generation it's like uh, uh, don't get me wrong it's not the royal family we're talking about here where they're hmm. o- where they're openly disgusted by a different tone of skin but uh you, know, you gotta bear in mind my, na- my nan lived in the fucking valleys of Wales like there weren't many when she was growing up yeah yeah totally totally like we know we're in the unique position where we can understand ignorance because we grew up in an evolving um, landscape of learning what was acceptable and what was not. Oh, Jesus Christ, shit's still fucking evolving. Oh, yeah, totally. Except- Every time there's something that, ne- that that needs to be identified, 
before it can become acceptable. Like, it's, it's always evolving. It's one of those where I watched wrestling in the late 90s, uh, mid-90s, late-90s. I'm amazed I'm as well-adjusted as I am. Oh, totally. <laughs> there was a, there were regular occurrences of both a pimp and a sex worker wrestling on TV. Yeah, wrestling... Well, okay, here's the thing. Wrestling is typically not the sport of choice for someone who is a progressively-minded human being. Hurtful, but true. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're, uh, you're the odd one out here. <laughs> uh, well, it's not just me. I listen to a few uh, wrestling podcasts because they're fun. Uh, the Attitude Era podcast is great, and uh, mm. the host of that, whose name escapes me, I apologise. You're never going to listen to this, so it don't matter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he's always um, trying to keep things tempered on his podcast. Like, don't get me wrong, they never say anything... Um, Outright egregious, but um, there's a storyline where Mark Henry uh, banged a dude dressed as a woman, and hmm. uh, yeah, that's a fucking minefield today. But back then, they just didn't give a fuck. And uh, oh, some man. of the verbiage used by some of the co-hosts was like, "Oh, tranny" and stuff like that, and it's like that's not okay now. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's the name of the host. Why did that suddenly come to me? Hmm. Boy, that was a tangent. I apologise. Look at this grandma who looks like a grandma. Yeah, like, and she's not a she's not a prune like. Um, oh, the apple lady, like Granny Smith. Granny Smith. Uh, Granny Smith. Yeah. Man, that's such a fucking great pun. Yeah, just the entire Apple family is great puns. Yeah, but specifically Granny Smith being the granny. Yeah. <laughs> She got named Granny Smith when she was a baby just because it was a type of apple, and she was destined to live long enough to be a granny. Yeah. Whereas, unfortunately, I think it was her son and um, the uh, Applejack's mother was one of the Pear family. Okay. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't survive, which was... Uh, it's, like, it's like the big sad of uh, MLP Gen 4. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, it's it's Hitch more obsessed with this than the grandma. Yeah, he is. She's got that smile that's just like, oh, you adorable idiot. <laughs> she wants to have some fun with it, but uh, but Hitch is is uh, obsessed with rules, guy. Yeah, true enough. Might be a little bit autistic. Yeah, yeah. Or what's the correct term nowadays? Because if you're not sure, it's like neurodivergent. Yeah, that can mean anything that's not... Um, basically anything that's not diagnosed with anything. Yeah. Well, that's really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, they're all yeah, good, but the Bright House is quite impressive. Yeah. Hey, you little shits, try and replicate this. Ha! <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? Hmm. He's not even improved. He's oh, just made the same yeah, one each time. Fucking hell, that's oh. Yeah, the Bright House is definitely the winner. It's the only batch of cottages you've ever seen. You've only ever seen one before this. Unless the assumption is that um Hitch maybe uh maybe has friends over all the time. I don't know. Oh maybe. yes, getting some Godzilla vibes. 
Never mind. Oh, it's a pow pow fruit. Hmm. Everyone's fawning at Sparky having his starfish pillow. I really don't like this creature. <laughs> I know I go on about it all the time, but it's hideous. I'll be honest, he looks better with a hat on because he can't see his bulbous baby head. Oh, <laughs> there's a sentence I don't think you expected to say today. <laughs> no, no. He looks way better with a hat on, though, don't he? Yeah. Yeah. Man, saying baby head has kind of made me unlock a memory of, uh, there was an arcade when I was on holiday one time and one of the characters was called Babyhead and he was a baby in a mecha. That's... And it was a, like a Street Fighter style game where you'd go around beating the shit out of stuff. How did he pilot oh, it? Street Fighter 1 style. Street Fighter 1 style. Apparently he was a super genius and uh, the limitation was his baby body. So he just flopped around, I guess, in the in the cockpit. And it did what it needed to do. Um, one of the other characters was Max the Knife. I, which was not Mac the Knife. I am listening. Uh, and there, I think there was a mummy as well. They but are like, the mummies! Weird... Yeah, there was a mummy. It was just such a weird game. And I was salty that one time I ran out of credit. I ran out of, like... 100 pesetas to put into it, which is what, like, yeah, so it was 50p. In, so it was in Spain, was it? Yeah, it was in Spain. Pre-Euro like Spain. Yeah, pre-Euro Spain. That's how old I am, folks. And um, I got salty because I ran out of credits, and then some other kid just jumped in and completed the game off my progress. I mean, I was going to say dickhead, but I remember a time when my brother did the exact same thing. We were in an arcade in a hotel room, and I believe it was House of the Dead. We were not old enough to play House of the Dead. Um, yeah. But someone was, like, uh, playing it, and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. my brother went, oh, a zombie's going to come out in a second, so aim your gun there. And what actually came out was a survivor running away for their life. So the guy shot the survivor, and that was his last what? life. And he was like, yeah. fuck, put the gun down and walked off, and then my brother put a pound in, and he continued playing the game. Except my brother was shit at it, so it didn't last very long. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, because here's the thing, with those games, you get real bored of playing the opening, because that's all you get when you play a new game. I mean, again, arcade games back in the day were designed as, uh, I believe the, the correct term was quarter muncher. Yeah, yeah. Um, something would be intentionally hard just to make you pay more. Yeah. And it was something that Nintendo had to adapt to, because they didn't know how to make games that lasted more than a few minutes and wasn't just based around having a high score. The reason that Mario had a score early on... Look at that derpy unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason that Mario had score early on was because games always had score back then. True enough, and but like, I think they managed to adapt the high score system quite well in modern games, platformers and action games specifically, where it's like, here's your time and your, how good you do the game. Here's a score. Mm. You're ranked S. It's like, yeah. The fuck does that mean? Why is S above A? Well, it means it means yeah. I think it, S is super. It don't make no sense though. It's a Japanese thing, and we just kind of yeah. went along with it. Yeah, I think every, yeah. People just like accept it, and and then uh, I think 
There's S, SS, triple S, and then X rank sometimes. Oh, you're going into like Devil May Cry territory. <laughs> Omega rank prime. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another one of the derpy unicorn. Yeah, did not like it. I do like this though. It's a very good um, analogy for any young viewers. Uh, for hey, your friends might not celebrate Christmas, but they do celebrate other. Sh- they do celebrate in different ways. Yeah, even if they are celebrating Christmas, they might be celebrating Christmas in a different way. Like uh, you know, Germans. Go on. Well, they don't bring the Christmas tree in until Christmas Eve, and then they do all the Christmas stuff on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day is the hangover day. Ah, oh, okay. Whereas in England, in case you didn't know, Boxing Day is a... Uh... Well, it's weird, actually, because I don't know if my family's the only one who does this. Christmas is immediate family, so mum, dad, kids. Yeah. Boxing Day is extended family finds one person's house, goes in, has a bunch of food and drink, and then the 27th is hangover day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have in our family we got all three days of a thing. So Christmas Eve is like neighbors and any semi-immediate family, you know, like um the brothers and sisters of parents. So those aunts and uncles rather than the ones that are like one one star removed, you know. And um They'll, they might come over on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is... Grandparents have usually had a rota. And sometimes it would be both grandparents' turn one year. And then Boxing Day was anybody who couldn't make it to Christmas Eve came around for basically the Christmas Day experience, but on Boxing Day. Okay, fair enough. Um, are we um ignoring the fact this is the first time we've seen this character since the movie? Hmm. He sounds a bit like Ron Perlman. I believe we compared him to Seth Rogen the first time we heard him. Yeah, maybe. Those are hideous creatures. They're not that hideous. I prefer them to Sparky. That's a very low bar. They're circle bunnies with horns. Like, what's not to like? The horns. That's just what Almirages are. Uh, what? Who now? Oh, it's basically just bunnies with horns in D&D. You assume that I know more about D&D than I do. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I know I DM games, but I don't know that much. <laughs> yeah, they're a completely harmless animal that just happened to have a horn. Look at this budding lesbian romance. Oh, the Midoriya pony has now has a uh, a unicorn variant out here. They are stoned. This I kind of want to be a friend. This is why people don't take jazz seriously. Hmm. Well, there's jazz or there's, well, like, um, the coffee house poetry. Which they usually name as jazz. Yeah, fair enough. I think she's trying to nail the coffee house aesthetic by being an emo with a beret, rather than. But this isn't even emo. Like you used to get this in cartoons all the time. This character trope, beatnik. That's what they call it. 
The poem wasn't bad, but the fucking rhythm could have done with a bit of jerk work. Hmm. Mm. Oh, he is saying fucking words. He just said rude, but incredibly gargled. <laughs> yeah, he is. Man, Onyx is a cool name as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good Gen 1 Pokemon. It, it's one of the worst, but it's really iconic. It's cool, fuck you. <laughs> it's really useful in the anime as well, where it can just become a bridge. <laughs> but don't forget, though, you're allowed to use the fucking gym sprinkler system against gym leaders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... um. Yeah, you're allowed to attack a Rhydon with a horn, with electric, despite the fact that it's immune to electric. And chances are it probably has lightning rod. It does now have lightning rod as an ability, just because of that meme. Which also <laughs> makes it immune to electric. Even if it's not um, ground for whatever reason. Yeah, but lightning rod uh, gives it an attack boost, if it gets hit by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Immunity and an attack boost. It's like flash fire, but for electric. Yay! That sounds like an insult. It also sounds like a pony's name. You're not wrong. Yar! We sail the high seas! <laughs> Like, they don't need speed. All they need is safety. They're on a clock. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, that is a problem. It is, actually. I mean, for unicorns, that actually does track. Uh, if you think about what you want to happen, then you just get, like, a, a low-level communal spell going. Absolutely. However, Izzy immediately corrected herself by saying she's bit ch chatting mad shit just to try and help. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just say Sparky? Maybe. Tense music, resonating. It's responding to our emotions. Man, did you see how jerky the animation was? Like, it, they were dragging a PNG across a, uh, a pre-rendered background just then. <laughs> I didn't, but that all I can think of is the witch from Smiling Friends. <laughs> where they didn't even bother fucking making <laughs> they literally did just drag the fucking um, image <laughs> a witch hand with the witch's hand holds the witch hand that's the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard <laughs> man that entire episode is probably my favourite was that the quest one? yeah 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 I love it when they when they wake up in a pot and um, oh, 
Is it, it's Charlie, right? Not Pim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Char- yeah, Charlie's the grumpy one. Yeah, he just screams, Oh, we were right there! <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, fuck. If you've not watched Smiling Friends and you're old enough to watch it, fucking watch it. You could watch the whole series about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. did release a new episode where they go on holiday. I've not watched yet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just randomly saw it while we're looking on fucking 4 on demand. Can't believe it's on Channel 4 in the UK. That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, also, Channel 4 does pick up the weirdest things. True enough, I guess. Like, they were the ones that had South Park back in the day. They were uh, surprisingly forward-thinking when it came to uh, meme culture, as it were. I've only ever seen South Park on Comedy Central. Well... I'm sorry, can you, you hear the it. can you hear the barking bucket fucking nutcracker theme in the background? I didn't, but now I'm listening for it. Uh, they're going back to more regular music. Oh those poor guards. Yeah. Buckling under the weight of multiple presents. Oh, oh. Now it's gone. Uh but yeah. Uh Channel Four I know had Simpsons back in the day, but old Simpsons rather than the shit Sky One was showing. Used to be BBC Two, and then Channel Four bought it so they could show ads between Simpsons. All right, you're older than me, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is quite nice. Yeah. That does actually sound like Rainbow Dash. Does it? Well, to me it does. That sounds like uh, Hunter from the new Spyro. The the, okay. the the green male voice. Fair enough. Why on earth would they have a bunch of gifts with their names on, but nothing inside? It is weird. Or, it is weird that they have their names on it, is, is the big thing. But did they have their names on it, or did he, she just see a bunch of gifts in the room and assume they were for them? That's what I'm assuming. Right. Look at this old man. <laughs> oh, you, uh, look, you bitch. <laughs> pushy theatre mom. And they've not even invited the friends. Well, they probably have. They're probably, they're probably at the venue waiting. Oh yeah, they are at the venue. I thought they were at the house. Uh, as in the palace. Which might be the venue, yeah. come to think of it. Yeah, it might be both. Yeah, sorry, my uh, my brain needed time to compute. Dude, it's fine. I'm tired anyway. I, I was tired when we started. We've got ten minutes left, which is not a lot of time. Yeah, for this episode I'm powered by Monster Pipeline Punch and Monster Mixxed. Meanwhile, I've got Free Ray Orange Age Zero. 
basically fake Fanta. Yeah. They don't actually sell it at our, at our local. Oh, mine are from Lidl. Yeah, yeah, our, our local Lidl. Oh, okay. You see those copy and pasted fucking series of four ponies? Hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> I forgot that Zip had a name. What? Z- Zephyrina Storm. Oh, yeah, fuck that. She's Zip. Yep. They're harmonizing really well. Yeah, but that's because they're professional VAs. <laughs> Well, I mean, compared to Zip having issues at the beginning of the episode, that was like... But wasn't the implication like, extra rehearsal time? So maybe they fixed yeah. it. See, look, they, they couldn't be arsed. They just copy-pasted the same two ponies. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same two ponies. Like, you just head-swap, and then the, the body is just the copy-paste of um, choir pony body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this uh, yeah, two blonde one, uh, there's a blonde one and the br- and the brunette one. <laughs> this, uh, Man, this is they're the... even fucking bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the very uh, definition of royal wank. Yeah. Why was his jewel blue? Uh, to show that it's drool. But it was, to show, yeah, to show that to show that it's fluid. But it was like toxic fucking blue. Highlighter, yeah. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> 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 what kind of fucking play is six acts? Oh boy, yeah, like even Shakespeare was two. <laughs> like the, I always think the most traditional. Not like, obviously you mentioned Shakespeare. I always feel like the the standard is free. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of uh, having one break. Where everyone can go and piss and buy beer. That's a bit. De- <laughs> that's a bit. De- I-, I meant the free act structure rather than acts as in. Oh yeah, yeah. Like- beginning, yeah, beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, right. But the end is like your your, your resolutions and payoffs. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, co- co- of course, like acts as in acts in a concert, which I guess that was. So fair enough. Like, yeah, you have yep. a piss break, piss break, get booze. Yeah, refill the booze. Clear out the blood from the mosh pit. Uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. I hope he comes to Dragon School. Some... Is their vehicle buried <laughs> under the snow? It is now. <laughs> well, if they if they left the lamp in there, then they'd be able to find it because it could thaw out the thing. Yeah, but I'm going to assume that via the magic of friendship that keeps getting shown, <laughs> that the vehicle could just do whatever the fuck they want it to. The power of RGB compels you. To be fair, it's a bit more than RGB, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you can even see how hinged the toy hinges are. Yeah. It looks like a well-designed hinge, actually. They're wasting their wishes on the same fucking van. <laughs> it's like, did they... I'm surprised Hitch isn't, didn't just go, Hey, bitch, did you steal my grandma's book? <laughs> <laughs> right, because magic exists again, so therefore... Wow. That's actually kind of cute. I don't like the fact that I had the same fucking reaction as that shitling. <laughs> You're right, I don't yeah. like the fact that it talks now. I really hope he kind of... Um... Dies. No, just evolves. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was unnecessary. <laughs> I just hope he has him like a middle Pokemon evolution that he just like grows into. This is a this is a this is a bit ludicrous, isn't it? Hmm. Merry Christmas. Oh, that one's also a spell by the looks of it. Yeah, so it would seem. It turns the ice to magma. I was thinking the exact same thing, but it sounded so stupid I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> Although, like, from a distance, it does look like amber rather than magma. Considering it was crystal. Hmm. It actually doesn't sound like one Pearlman. It sounds like John Goodman. Oh, oh, fuck me. I don't know if that was meant to be like that. Did you get a freeze frame there? I didn't know, oh, so that must have been Mine froze end. for like a solid three seconds, and I was like, what? But the subtitles kept going. Ah, a comet. Anyone on that comet is currently dying. Is it Haley's? Why would there no, be anyone on the comet? No. <laughs> No, there's nobody on the call. Yeah, but why would there be? Is the thing, isn't it? Uh, Adventure Time. I don't think that exists here. <laughs> oh, stop oh, it. Shit, he says me too. Oh. It's it's one of those where it's the message in every fucking Christmas thing ever, but it's like, come on, man, get a key ring or some shit. Yeah, how much of a shit Christmas would you be having as a kid if you didn't get, like, anything? I like giving people presents at Christmas time. The unfortunate reality is, like, the, uh, starting this year, I'm just like, well, there's no point in giving it to two to particular friends of mine, because they always say the same thing. They go, oh, thanks, but I don't do the gift-giving thing. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck you then, I guess. Yeah. And, uh... 
I'm always late with my return gifts anyway, so there is that. I believe you owe me, like, free. <laughs> I think so, yeah. What? I wish for a big fucking sausage. See, my brain did think dildo. <laughs> It is always worrying when Izzy dies behind the sofa. Kind of, but you'd, you'd, you'd normally guarantee something cute, cute is going to happen. Oh, clouds. Yeah. Mm. She actually did go and collect the clouds. <laughs> so the dragon is a cat, then? One pony saying it once probably won't do much. Although it is probably a good way, good thing to use in uh, in summer when you need a bit of personal air conditioning. I'm going to assume it only works in winter time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Curiously, it said, do you want to watch the next episode? Which is very interesting, because I'm pretty sure this is the last one, unless it means to loop at the beginning. Yeah, uh, mine suggested that I watch Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, fucking Dr. Zeus shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are. We're on the uh, the foreign credits. Or we will be in a second after E1, a Hasbro company, no less. Yeah, we've got a minute of international credits coming up. And, uh... Oh, fucking hell. Oh, sorry about the yawn and the swearing, but I was tired before we started and it didn't really perk me up. Um, very interesting, we had no allusions to Opaline at all, she didn't st try to steal Christmas or some stupid shit. Yeah, like, I think it would have made Misty, like, even more too, um, sympathetic to have Misty joining in with all the Christmas stuff and not doing anything evil, just to go back to being number two baddie. <laughs> I get you. Uh, although that being said, can you imagine what a miserable Christmas time she had living with Opaline? If she I mean, even it's knows it's Christmas day. in the in the first place, that's the question, eh? I mean, I mean, that's the song, ain't it? Do they know it's Christmas time? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that one's a bit. Isn't that more like reference to like fucking child slavery and poverty and shit? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Basically, um, looking at people who don't celebrate Christmas and saying, "Do they know it's Christmas time?" No, they don't because they don't celebrate it. How interesting. What does next episode take me to? Oh, it loops back to episode one, back at the beginning. Okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah, that was the uh, winter special episode of My Little Pony Make Your Mark. What did you think? It was a bit insipid. Go on. <laughs> like it was just a Christmas episode that just so happened to be flavored with My Little Pony stuff and not even flavored that strongly. But I think the only really positive spin I can give on it is that they went out of their way to give the allegory of yeah these are different cultures you too may have friends who have different cultures they may celebrate things differently um it's probably more interesting and fun to learn about it than to just judge you know yeah i feel you man here's the most unfair comparison ever compare this to winter wrap-up which was just a uh, a single unified uh, tradition and you gotta bang a song out of it you gotta bear in mind as well that uh, uh in that universe there was never a fracturing between the races yeah yeah that happened 
between series. But yeah, what do you think? Uh, it was fine. It's it's Christmas pap, you know. Yeah. It's it, it did what it said on the tin. It didn't bring any surprises, but at the same time, it wasn't so miserable that I was like, oh, hurry up and end, hurry up and end, you know. Which is probably more kind than I've been to other My Little Pony episodes in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's do our regular wind down, I suppose. Rick, do you have a favourite standout moment? Uh, the unfortunate thing is I kind of don't. Um, so the default is Izzy expressions. So I guess the, the one that I kind of... No, no, you're banned. You can't use Izzy expressions because you used that for like four episodes now. Yeah, yeah, no Izzy expressions. Okay, no favourite moment. How about you? Oh, no, I, I, I meant that as in pick a favourite moment, you dipshit. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let's go with uh, Zip and Pip's uh, harmonised show version when they were uh, flying around giving it the uh, giving it the whole song and then we were ripping the piss out of the choir (laughs) yeah i think it's the most blatant use of copy paste uh up until now yeah i think that's the bit that i'm going to remember more of of this episode than anything else how about you what was your favorite moment uh it it was a stupid moment i'll grant you but i gotta be honest with you i did love the ad lib at least the in-universe ad lib of oh yeah they're pegasus presidents they're they're clouds and they and they got away with it yeah (laughs) they got away with it so hard that izzy reproduced it Which is a trope I love. I think the first time I saw that trope was Bugs Life with the uh, with the rock. Mm, mm. Uh, so yeah, it's a good trope. Well, it's not a it's a fun trope. But yes, we can't only talk about the good. We must also talk a bit about the bad. Rick, do you have a weakest link for me? Well, like I said when uh, we were talking about what we thought of the episode, I thought the the premise of it being a winter episode with to rival winter wrap up, it just fell short. Like the, the fact that it's like hmm, okay, I'm gonna say the animation on the on the sky. Bus. The animation on the Skybus felt, felt very much sometimes like it was drag a PNG across the screen and uh, like for the last takeoff it was just point it towards the sky and it just goes with no acceleration or anything. It's just straight to full speed. So yeah, animation on Skybus. Because generally the animation in these is very good. I, I get what you're saying, but it's one of those where when something doesn't have wheels it's very hard to show acceleration. But then again, half the time its wings weren't flapping, but then other times it would. Which is very odd because those wings didn't look like they were meant to move. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a weird one. Uh, like they, they folded them away for when it was parking, which is great, and that's why it has folding foldable wings apparently. But uh, but yeah, the animation on the skybus is going to be my my weakest link. How about you? What was your weakest? Well, link? Well, before we go into my weakest link, I think we can't put too much blame of on this particular one on the animation team or even the writers because as we put out immediately, this is clearly something Hasbro at the top went. We need to sell this fucking toy. This is the thing you need to put emphasis on on the episode. Yeah, so it's not the team. It's it's the result. Um, how about you? What was your weakest link? My weakest link was it's very hard to find memorable moments. The episode kind of went blurs into one in my brain and I only just fucking watched it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I like the core message. If it didn't have that core message, I'd probably be a lot more sour on it than I am being. Yeah, like here's the thing, when uh, when we were doing the episodes that we were doing in the past few weeks, and in the middle of it, part three dropped, we were thinking, oh, sweet, another, another series, and then it turned out to be this. Yeah. <laughs> So it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but unfortunately, that uh, that feels as if that's just the cost of doing business with Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, we will never end on a port on a downlight. That's not the word I'm looking for. What word am I looking for, Rick? 
Yeah, we don't want to end on a downer. We don't want to end on a sour note. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I was trying to say. My God, I need caffeine. Um, But yes, Rick, do you have that all-important MVP for me? I think the MVP has got to go to Izzy. Not not to Izzy. It's got to go to Zip, because Zip is the one who came up with the idea that, yeah, maybe the unicorns are accidentally casting spells, and that's what's causing all of the problem. And from that, they managed to fix the, pro- fix the entire episode. You are really showing your Izzy bias today. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> said Izzy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it goes to Zip. But yeah, how about you? Who's your MVP? My MVP is Hitch's grandma. Oh, yeah. She was adorable. She made me smile because it reminded me of mine. And uh, yeah, she is so patient with him despite the fact he has his own quirks, even though his quirks are, I must follow the law as it is written. Man, it just makes me think of Thomas the Tank Engine and the law is the law and must be abided by at all times. I've got a question for you because I don't actually know. Um, Is Ringo Starr the voice of Thomas the Tank in America as well? or is it just a British thing? Nah, it's George Carlin. Oh, that's just, I think fucking Ringo Starr's funnier. Yeah, so um, usually yes, but with George Carlin, YouTube fed me some Thomas the Tank Engine videos recently, including one where they splice George Carlin's narration of Thomas the Tank Engine with George Carlin's stand-up. Yeah, that's not good. And it, it, Like, for instance, Thomas did something stupid. Blow it out your ass, said the Fed controller, kind of thing. Yeah, but that doesn't even work. That's just that's just YouTube poop level. I'm, I'm paraphrasing but like it's edited it edited together a lot better than that i mean i still think the uh, the best uh, meme to come from thomas the tank engine and yes we are talking about this fuck you um is um uh, the fat controller laughed you are wrong <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's such a good it's such a good meme template the fat controller laughed you are wrong <laughs> like the first time i saw that was um underneath a a, a frozen ready meal that was like suggested serving size for people <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's just an expanded version of Serves 3, Serves Me. But yes, uh, with that tangent out of the way, uh, this is our very first foray into the month of the Christmas times. Last year, what we did was we basically took Christmas-themed episodes, and we even did Nightmare Before Christmas, because that's a great film. This year, we're doing something a bit different. We've started with a Christmassy-themed thing in the form of My Little Pony, Make Your Mark. Uh, what we're doing for the other two weeks, because we take a week off for Christmas, that's a tradition we're going to continue to do, mm-hmm. we have basically picked a film each to do but we kind of accidentally on purpose themed them yes when you gave me your choice I thought oh I wonder what else shows up in this category and we picked a different one in the same category so yes we're going to keep that a bit under wraps you'll probably work it out when you see the title of next week's video but yeah Mm. they're very much themed the same including being poor versions of that type of movie yes (laughs) allegedly one of them we haven't seen oh yeah totally one of them was something that was withheld from the general public for different reasons yes what else is there to say other than thanks for watching as always we're glad you made it this far if you're watching on YouTube we have the comment section down below if you want to talk to us if you're not watching via YouTube but instead listening via one of our many audio platforms you can instead send us an email an electronic letter where they send said electronic letter to Rick nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com during that spiel I learned I can't say electronic without a little bit of prep time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um thanks for watching guys uh yeah it's goodbye from us bye